Welcome, everyone, to episode 492 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. Today's topic is going to be Outriders. Will, I know, played a little bit of Outriders. Uh, I had per, uh, intended on playing Outriders, but I think I explained in last episode how I thought it was on PC Game Pass, and it turned out to not be on PC Game Pass. So uh, I, I paid for a month of PC Game Pass for no reason. But <laughs> that's on me for being an idiot, so... That's going to be our main topic. Will, do you have anything you want to use for later on in the episode? Uh, nothing new of note, really. I'll just briefly mention some of the games that I've been playing. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's nothing new. I do want to give a shout out to Ghost of Tsushima. That game's awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, I will talk about... I, I ended up purchasing Cozy Grove, so I'll talk a little bit about that. Okay. I probably put yeah, maybe four or five hours into it. So um, I'll give first impressions for that. I also started playing Cyberpunk again. Oh, nice. Uh, I started last night or this morning or yesterday morning. I don't know. I started playing that again. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that, too. I look forward to hearing that for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about Outriders. What do you think of Outriders? Yeah. So, far? so Outriders is the new first person loot RPG uh, from People Can Fly being published by Square Enix. Um, this game was put on Xbox Game Pass, so um, it gave people a lot of access to it. And the cool thing about that is it kind of gave people the opportunity to play this game because it's in a dry spell of games. I mean, honestly, nothing's really coming out right now. So mm-hmm. um, this was like the perfect time for it, and I think the perfect move by Square Enix to uh, put it on game pass so more people can play it because i was interested and was thinking of getting it uh but i wasn't sure because looter shooters generally are up my alley so uh, this gave me the opportunity to play it which is pretty cool so um that being said i put probably two or three hours into the game so far um how it's structured is you start off as a character that uh you and your group of people are exploring a new planet called enoch uh, and you kind of basically abandon Earth at that point to find a new habitable home. Uh, so that's kind of what the game is based on. And what happens is something happens that kills all of the people except a few. And you get put into cryostasis for like 30 some years. And then you come out uh, and basically the world's inhabited. And there's like a giant war going on is the base of the story. The voice acting and story is easily the worst part of this game. Oh, okay. Um, it's. The voice acting is pretty poor, in my opinion, for the most part. There's some people that sound all right, but like kind of the Destructoid review called it gritty cringe, which I think is the best way to word it is it's gritty and very cringy. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's kind of the gist of the game. The game is kind of split into four different classes. Um, So there's the Technomancer, which is the long range support, the Pyromancer, which is a medium range, uh, fighter the trickster which is a close range damage character and then the devastator which is a close range tank um i chose the trickster because all of its abilities are based on manipulating time and space which is i thought really cool and it's like the rogue character so all of the skills basically do slows like so so far like i'm like level six so i have uh three abilities so far and the first one that i got is called temporal blade what that is, is you press, uh, since I'm playing on an Xbox, I press one of the triggers, and what it does is it 
slashes in front of me and everybody gets basically stopped and then they basically instant die which is really cool uh, another one is slow trap which is where you put a bubble out and basically slow everything down like bullets come at you slower enemies are running slower in there which is pretty helpful and then there's uh, a teleport ability where you can teleport behind people and get a, a shield bonus which is pretty cool um so i had a lot of fun playing and messing around with the trickster because some of, like I really like manipulating time in games. I think it's really cool. Like in Final Fantasy Tactics, I always like the time age because you mm-hmm. can do stuff like that. Um, but like, you know, the Devastator is really cool because like you're doing the close range ground attacks where you're doing like more bleeding damage. And then there's the Pyromancer, which does fire damage on its abilities. Like you ignite bullets with the Pyromancer with fire, which is pretty cool. Uh, and I noticed with the Trickster, I don't know if the other classes are like this, but whenever I would kill somebody, I would get hit points back. So instead of, it's a little bit like Gears of War, like the old Gears of War games, because it is a cover-based shooter, but it does incentivize you to not just be in cover. Because Mm -hmm. if you're just hiding behind cover, you're going to take a lot of damage, and eventually you're not going to be killing as quickly to revamp your health or repool your health. So you kind of have to be a little bit more aggressive in the play style to be able to kind of fully utilize your classes and your abilities and be able to get health back because there's enemies that are attacking you at once and it can get overwhelming. Uh, So you do have to be really, you have to be ready for that and careful. So, uh, and I think that's really cool. And I think the Devastator is the same way. So I don't know if the Technomancer and the Pyromancer are a little bit different in that regard with how you gain health back but um but that's something that i noticed which is a really cool uh difference that these games have because when you play the division and destiny and stuff like that it's not something that you have so um like the division especially is a very cover-based shooter same with gears of war so um that's a, uh, a difference in uh, outriders that i really like did you ever play bullet storm by the way dan um i don't believe so no okay i didn't either this was that was their last game Okay. Um, and they also did Gears of War Judgment too, mm-hmm. so stuff like that. But so, um, what's what's up, Dan? I was gonna ask. So okay, what games, if put in a blender, does this game equal? Because I know you said Gears of War. Are we talking like uh, a Fallout? Are we talking Borderlands? Like what? Yeah, what it's up, more like Borderlands games? and Gears of War. Uh, Borderlands and Gears like, of War. There's like side quests and stuff, but like. It's not like Fallout in any way. The world's not that open. It basically there's like so is is the world a, a little bit like Destiny maybe? Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay. Well, there's these things called world tiers, which kind of dictate the difficulty level, uh, and mm-hmm. that's going to be kind of what you do for like the higher the world level, the higher the loot, and you go through these different instances where it kind of has like slightly open and you can do a side quest that takes you a little bit off the beaten path but then you just get funneled kind of into the the set piece battles that they have um for the main story and stuff like that so that's kind of how it's structured um and like the game does shine with gun gun gunplay and the cool like abilities like my gun shoots like frozen bullets which is really Mm -hmm. cool uh so there's a lot of that it reminded me a little bit of borderlands you know how you could shoot the guns it would be Mm -hmm. electric poison and fire all that different stuff so like that's really cool and i think the game does a really good job with all of that and the potential combos like if you guys like if we were doing the the four people podcast like we used to do i think this game would be a really fun one for the four of us to play together um i think that's where the game would really shine because i'm playing solo so it's like it's fine it's Mm -hmm. fun uh, but I know, like, if I was playing with people, it would be way, way more fun. Um, sure. 
So that's something I do want to experience because I do want to know what it's like because I feel like the game is made for you to have a, a squad. So um, that's something that I do want to experience. But uh, the one thing that this game also does better than I would say like a Destiny or a Division is that it's a complete package right off the hop. It's not like, oh, we're going to add more content as we go, which they're going to do. But like the main campaign is around 20 hours. Uh, there's side quests, which add more to it. And then there's like a whole end game activity stuff called expeditions. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know what those are exactly because I haven't gotten there. But there's like a beginning, middle, end to the game as opposed to just like grind this loot and then maybe get to keep the gun and then we might take it away and then put out another expansion and you're going to buy it. Kind of like what Destiny does. So. Sure. Um, so yeah, like I've been wording it as like a flawed looter shooter, but it's also pretty fun. And I would mm-hmm. say more complete in some aspects than the other more well-known looter shooters. So, and like, I've never played any of the people can fly games. Uh, and I've actually been impressed with this one for the first one. Um, really hate the story and the voice acting. I pretty much listen to podcasts while I play this game because okay. I just don't care. Um, like some of the edginess of some of the characters is just like re- <laughs> really not not for me but mm-hmm. um yeah it's a good game to play while watching youtube or on the phone or podcasts or whatever music so uh, i have really enjoyed my time playing with it and i mean the new consoles make the load times pretty snappy too so there's not a lot of waiting um so uh, the game was mired with connection issues uh yeah, so just a heads for the up. first few days or was it like a week after first like weekish so um but i think they're pretty much ironed out now um for the i mean i never had an issue playing i didn't play right at launch because i generally wait a couple days for these games to kind of go out and get through their bugs um Mm -hmm. just because i know they're gonna happen so instead of being annoyed that i can't play right away i just kind of give it a couple days for it to straighten out so um but yeah like it's kind of your typical looter shooter i mean you get gear you kill hard enemies you kill bosses the bosses are pretty fun because that kind of like puts you through like the one boss fight i did where this guy was throwing electricity at me which is pretty cool and like i'm rolling out of the way and shooting him and like trying to slow him down and stuff like that so there's a lot of really cool uh, boss fights that i feel like would only get cooler with more people uh and the harder and the further into the game you get to which is always really cool uh really cool thing to play um again i feel like this game would really flourish with a full group of people but um i am currently playing by myself so my my experience might be a little bit less fun than probably some of the people out there because i know a lot of people are really liking outriders quite a bit so yeah i've heard um, i've heard nothing but great things from a lot of people that i follow in the gaming community on like instagram and tiktok so yeah what yeah, so, uh I mean, do, do, do we know if it's crossplay compatible it is crossplay it is okay i'm pretty sure it's crossplay yeah uh crossplay but not cross progression save Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Sam, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, cross-progression so. is a nice thing to have, um, but I don't think it's it's necessary, you know? Yeah. As long as you can play with your friends on your preferred system of choice, I'm usually usually satisfied. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think cross... I don't... Honestly, I didn't really... I got cross-save on uh, Valhalla between xbox and pc mm-hmm. and that was kind of cool but uh i kind of want to start a new playthrough anyway so sure it wasn't wasn't huge for me but i know some people who would really i mean honestly like if i was playing a game like outriders i would like for progress to 
transfer between platforms but mm -hmm. but then you get into the nitty-gritty of having to have like oh you need a square enix account to be able to yeah. do this so then that's just kind of like yeah you know and i don't want to have more accounts sure it's so. hard enough to keep track of everything uh yeah i already forget all of my login stuff right now and i only have like four game clients so adding another one but but yeah, like, uh, honestly, it's pretty solid. Uh, people, like, I've been seeing this game getting ranked, like, seven and a half. I would probably agree with that so far from what I've played. It might get a lot better, too. I don't know. This is that's just brief impressions. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like it's just going to get better and more fun the more abilities and bells and whistles you get. So uh, I can see this game. I feel I'm going to try to play this game through for the year, like, completion, just to see what, what it's mostly about. Because I, I like Square Enix. Um, so I try to support generally what they put out, so sure but yeah i mean that's the the shore of outriders mm -hmm. so far if you have any questions no i think i think you pretty much covered everything um i still i need to go and like watch a gameplay video of this game because i still have like zero idea uh i remember watching the teaser trailer from a few years ago or last year or the year before whenever it was um, but i i don't believe i've seen any gameplay of, from this game of any kind so i'll have to I'll have to do that when we get done here. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's get into nibble bits. Uh, first is a big one, a relatively recent thing. Let's say Amazon canceled its Lord of the Rings MMORPG. Do they cancel everything? They, yeah, it seems like they all their video games anyway. Seems like they've been getting canceled. Although, um, don't they have that ex exploration uh, MMORPG that they're still working on. Is that Amazon? I think. Yeah, that's... Um, what the heck is that called? New World? Yeah, that sounds right. Hold on. Oh, look, I think it's I, New World, though. I think they still have that one going on, but um, that that uh, shooter thing game that they came came out with that... that um, Crucible? was Yeah, Crucible. That was really popular for, like three days when they you know they probably paid all the big uh twitch streamers to play it and then after that it just collapsed it is a new world uh my friend johnny really liked it when he played so okay yeah i mean i've heard good things about it um so there's that let's see if i can find one more quick uh news story here this will be a shorter episode too by the way we'll ha we'll uh has some stuff he's got to do so I'm not gonna yeah, be super I, long here i have some stuff dan if you want me to go yeah go ahead i'll see if i can find something else while you're yeah so uh there's been a few things because we're kind of missed a little bit but um ps5 uh put out an update that lets the users stash games and external storage um so basically you can take a usb to extend the internal storage i kind of hate that though personally i would just like to be able to plug in a new like solid state drive it's probably mm -hmm. way more expensive, but uh, so we're kind of getting there. It's for, I mean, this PlayStation has no storage. They market it to have 825, but when you actually get it, it's like 667 or something like that. And every game is probably 70 or 80 gigabytes. Yeah, I mean, Odyssey is 100 mm -hmm. right there. So it's yeah. just chock full. So uh, that's a good thing to have. It's the first major update too, which is cool. Um, they people were getting kind of annoyed they hadn't done a major update yet, but I'm kind of like, why? There's nothing really on it yet that there needs to be personally. Mm -hmm. um, but 
yeah, so that's the first major update. Uh, next, Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals is coming out this year. Oxenfree is still a game that I want to play. Um, I, I have it you... on my Switch, and I've started it like twice. And I just, Same here. I get, I get to like an hour in, and then I st- start playing something else. It's really good. It's nothing against the game that I've stopped playing it. I've just stopped playing it. Um, it's only like five hours, too. It's, it's, it's not very long. It's, the voice acting is really good in it. Um, it's like, a. it's almost like, um, I don't want I don't want to say life is strange, but it gives me that vibe, but it's like, like, a, a very pulled back perspective of something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but it's, it's really good. I just haven't, haven't played more than an hour. I don't think, I think because Oxenfree 2 is coming out, I'm going to play the first Oxenfree. I think it's just, it's a must at this point. Wait, how long is it here? It's not long. I think you're right. I think four or five hours, maybe. How long to beat? Four and a half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that it's going to inspire me to play it. Um, there was an Age of Empires event that happened over the weekend, I believe. Uh, and we learned a lot of really cool stuff. There's another Age of Empires 2 expansion coming out. Um, Age of Empires 3 is getting some new civilizations, like the Americans uh, got added in. They are officially out, and then they're adding some African uh, civilizations, too. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping Egypt is going to be one of them. I don't know how they really translate to that time period, but I'm hoping that they're the ones that get added, or one of the ones that get added. Uh, and then also we saw some gameplay from Age of Empires 4. Uh, we learned that like England, uh, India... The Mongols and Chinese are the first four civilizations that we know about so far. And the game looks like a spirit, not a spiritual successor, but like basically a remake of Age of Empires 2. Hmm. Um, it kind of follows that same age gap, like the Dark Age, the Feudal Age, Castle Age, Imperial Age. Um, okay. And then it kind of also has the same resources where it's going to be like wood, food, gold, stone. Hmm. Uh, reminded me a lot of Age of Empires 2, but just like modern brand new yeah brand new graphics and everything like that so i'm really excited I'm okay with that's that. coming out fall yeah that's exactly oh, what i said in the fall so nice. it'll it'll be out this year really excited hopefully that doesn't get delayed um a new trailer for resident evil village came out the other day because there was some like a resident evil village or resident evil like i don't want to say direct but that sort of thing event i'm not gonna lie I'm not a huge like I've never really played a Resident Evil game, but Resident Evil Village looks really good. Yeah, Resident Evil Seven was awesome. Uh, yeah. I had I played re- the first Resident Evil. I played Resident Evil Four a little bit, and then I didn't play again until Resident Evil Seven, which I also really liked, but never ended up beating. Um, and and Village likewise looks does look really good. Yeah, and I, like I said, they're usually not my style of game, but I was like pretty impressed with the new trailer. My favorite mm-hmm. comment on the YouTube video is whoever got in charge of the franchise after Resident Evil 6 is <laughs> probably Capcom's most valuable employee. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They really righted the ship. Bad, because, right? Well, they, they started to turn into like crappy action games that, that people didn't yeah. really like. Um, so, you know, the original Resident Evil, it was it's survival horror, so... Um, Resident Evil 4 was a little more action-y. Uh, I didn't play much of that. I played it on the GameCube um, many, 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 many years ago. And then, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 7 was my return to the series. So, Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to play 7 in Village this, like at some point this year. Um, I've always liked horror games, so maybe these mm-hmm. seem like the ones to really get into. And I feel like people are going to really like Village. But 
Um, next, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's first expansion, Wrath of the Druids, got delayed out of April 29th to May 13th. And not that long of a delay, but they said they wanted to um, refine the experience. So that works out because I'm trying to platinum Valhalla right now. So that gives me a little bit more time to get there. However, that's during Mass Effect. So Ooh, we're right yeah. before. So that's kind of a good thing, but also a really bad thing. So. Yeah, because Mass uh, Effect is whatever. definitely going to take precedence for me. Yeah, I'm going to be playing everything. Mass Effect for probably all summer. Is probably what's going to end up happening. So, games are going to be a little tough to there then. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I will play it at some point. I want to go back and play the Odyssey DLCs and the Origins DLCs because I never did that. And I want to play Valhalla's DLC too. So, like, I, those are. I mean, I love the Assassin's Creed franchise, especially the recent three. So, I want to play those DLCs because I never have. But it's going to be hard for time. Uh, Returnal put out a new trailer as well to show off some of the new edits. Looked pretty good too. I feel like this game's going to be. It's going to be one of two things. It's going to review pretty terribly or amazingly well. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one or the other. Um, a lot of people are pretty confident it's going to be pretty good. House Marquee's got a very good record. People like House Marquee. So uh, they did Gun, which is one of the only games that was on the PS4 for a good year. Um, and then they did another game. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, Next Machina. Did not know that they made that. But I'm excited for Returnal. A few more. Uh, Days Gone will come to PC May 18th. Looks pretty good. Um, I was very <laughs> excited about that. Having you know, having you talked about it, it seemed like a game that I would like. So I, w- I was excited for that one. Uh, I I won't get it at launch because, as you said, it's it's another one that's right around the Mass Effect release date. Um, but yeah. maybe over the summer, I'll, I'll get that and, and play it because uh, again, I also want to support the Sony IPs coming to PC because um, there's a few other games of Sony's that I would very much like to play on PC. So. Have you heard the Sony drama Mm-mm. recently? No. Yikes. Okay. So people are pretty upset with Sony for a lot of reasons because when the shutting down of the Vita, PSP, PlayStation, oh, all that. I know, I, know, I know a little bit about this, but go ahead. Yeah. So studios uh, made Days Gone and, you know, it came out, it didn't review good. There's a lot of technical issues, but I think since the PS5 came out, the update for the ps5 i think people are generally generally pretty favorable to the game i would say mm-hmm. um but what happened was sony so ben studios is the one that made days gone i might mess up some of the rumors because it's all been rumors but Bend made the the days gone game they got denied their pitch for days gone too i guess one of the things that it included was full co-op for the game you could play co-op like the entire game which mm-hmm. sounded sounds really cool um yeah, they got denied that and then were put on a Last of Us remake, like full-on yeah. remake for the original Last of Us that came out not too long ago <laughs> that has a remaster already. And then they got taken off of it to then have Naughty Dog making it. <laughs> Where the Naughty Dog said that they wish they were making a Jack and Daxter game. So a lot is going on apparently yeah. behind the scenes. and. Well- I read the headline, and I don't know where I read this, but it, they said that they're basically having Naughty Dog redo The Last of Us, do a remastered, because they, they don't have anything else to do. It's like, 
have them make a different game like you know mm-hmm. they're they're obviously amazing storytellers and they create amazing worlds like let them make something new i agree i agree i don't yeah, want to see another uncharted there's <laughs> i saw a funny well exactly i saw a funny meme it's like the people that hate last of us um and the people oh how how did it go I'm going to screw it up, but it's like the, the people that hate last of us are finally allying with the people that don't want to see the last of us get remade. Like again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, there's no need for it. I know yeah. what they're doing too, because I don't know if you remember this, Dan, but Sony put out a statement saying that sucker punch and naughty dog needed to have PS five updates for the last of us and ghost of Tsushima. I remember mm-hmm. covering it on this very podcast. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima almost instantly had their PS five update, but last of us part two hasn't. And now I've kind of pieced it together. I think they're bundling the last of us part one remake with the PS five update version of the last of us part two to then sell. That's what I think is happening because apparently internally Sony has shifted to selling more blockbuster games versus not. So it's interesting because it seems like the route Sony is going is doing two, three huge games a year from their very talented studios, but then not supplementing it. But what could get them in trouble is if Microsoft and Colin Moore already made this comment too on mm-hmm. his crew of uh, Chris and Dustin. They said that if Microsoft was able to coordinate all of their studios and the acquisitions they made, that Microsoft's going to have three, four games that are hits every quarter. Yeah. So that kind of well, really drowns out Sony. It seems to me like Sony is trying to go the Nintendo route, right? Yep. Yeah. War games are like more of an event. Yeah. And it- you know, I, but I feel like Nintendo's the only one that can get away with this. Looking at the sales numbers, I don't know what ultimately like The Last of Us sold, like 10, 15 million copies altogether between the yeah, different right versions. Right. Yeah. Um, but like Animal Crossing has sold like 35 million copies. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the route they're going, but it, they've got a lot of work to do, I think, if they if they want to try to match those numbers, you know? Yeah. I mean, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold 36 million copies. Like, that was a re-release of Mario Kart 8, you know? It's like, come on. Why do we let them get away with it? I bought it, and I've sunk hundreds of hours into it, just like I did with the uh, with the Wii U version. Same, and I'm going to buy Mario Kart 8 again when they put up their new console. Actually, there's been rumors about Mario Kart 9. Really? Yeah. God, I think it's time, right? I would think so. I mean, Mario Kart 8 came out, was it 2014, 2015? Maybe yeah, pretty the first one came out. A while ago. Like their biggest franchise at this point, Mario yeah. Kart. So, but it's interesting. And there's also something that came out that Sony is hiring a mobile lead to be able to bring franchises to mobile it's funny because people are losing their minds to me hearing this stuff it's kind of like and i'm not trying to be a sony apologist we don't know what a lot of this means to be honest it's just like rumors and hearsay so like i don't know what they're thinking actually because i'm not a part of the everybody who is in though are kind of like that's not a good sign but like i don't know we don't know i mean and to me, from being an outsider, it seems like they're trying to double down on their strengths. 
Yes. Which is they release the best exclusives. The problem is, is it doesn't seem like they're trying to release more exclusives. You know, it seems like they're just trying to beat a dead horse with releasing The Last of Us as a remaster or remake. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, I don't want to see another Uncharted from Naughty Dog. I've never been a huge Uncharted fan. I recognize they're pretty high quality games. I do get Mm -hmm. that. Um, I liked four, but like, I don't really want to see another Uncharted. The Last of Us, we have to get a third one. We do. Uh, I know there's going to be a third one. So I get it. They probably don't want to jump into The Last of Us Part 3 now. Mm -hmm. So it seems like instead of them being given the opportunity to do an IP or work on a Jack and Daxter like they want to. Just try to bide some time until they start on the third one. Yeah, unless they already have. I mean, they could. They probably, I bet Neil Druckmann has an idea of what he wants to do with the story to take it. So, right. So, like, I don't know. I, I guess on Happier News, Bend did be able to get an okay to work on a new IP, I guess. That's what kind of what happened. Uh, Bend did get their freedom to be able to do that. So, um, I don't know what's going to happen. So, it seems like Days Gone 2 won't be happening, even though it's coming to PC. So, they're pushing the game hard like it was on the the PSN collection. It's free this month for PlayStation and now it's coming to PC. So they are pushing the game. So that made me think they're probably trying to drum up interest to get ready for a Days Gone 2, but not according to the rumors. So I can I can imagine it'll sell well on PC. I'm pretty sure uh like uh Horizon sold really well on PC. Yeah. Um th- there's a market for good the good Sony exclusives on PC. Yeah. So Honestly, where I was looking at it, so we've got Returnal. I have a PS5, and there's some listeners that have PS5s. So, like, I'm kind of looking at, like, what is coming out exclusive this year. It's Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. After that, we don't really know. God of War was never coming out this year. Um, we got for Horizon Forbidden West, but we don't know. They said it's still on track for the fall, but... I'd be shocked if that comes out in the fall. I totally agree. I feel like we're not going to see that this year. I feel like we'll see maybe the PS5 version at some point this year, but I feel like we won't see um, the sequel. So I don't know. I don't know what Sony's got going on. Uh, Same with Microsoft. Yeah. Are they still hard to buy the new consoles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're said they're going to it's going to last the year probably. Okay. Uh, because Nvidia just said uh, came out with a uh, statement saying good luck getting a graphics card anytime this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just out of curiosity, cause my, my old computer is disassembled down in the basement and just out of curiosity, I was like, Hey, I wonder if I could see, see how much I could get for my, my GTX 970. They're going for like 250 bucks on eBay for <laughs> ho- however, this is six year old card, maybe five year old graphics card. That's a lot, and I I was gonna sell it, but I need to put it back together. My son's got some some games he's interested in playing, so okay. <laughs> so good lord, I like I was like I would have done that in a heartbeat. Uh, my yeah. my graphics card, my RTX twenty sixty Super, if I decided to sell it used, I could probably get seven hundred bucks for it. I paid four hundred for it, you know, last year. So okay, I mean. It's going to last a year, so I don't know. Like, how does this happen? Can you explain it to me, how this is going on? I don't get it. Uh, I mean, the, the, the COVID disrupted everything, and I, I don't think manufacturing has been able to get caught up. 
mm-hmm. uh, especially to demand. I mean, gra- graphics cards are going like hotcakes because of cryptocurrency mining. Um, so that's causing a spiral in everything else. And the, the, like I said, the supply disruption. I actually read the weather in, so is it Singapore? Is all, not Singapore. Hong Kong. I don't know. Wherever they manufacture them, the weather is is has has an effect too. There's droughts. I don't know if, how. I never read the article. I just read the headline. Um, so that was also something that's been disrupting the the supply chain. Okay, for, interesting. For micro for graphics microchips and microchips in general. Okay, interesting. So. Well, I mean. I guess how worried are Sony and Microsoft about getting games out then if they can't yeah. buy their consoles even? Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked, like I said, but I, I, I know you can. I think I'm pretty sure you can get Series S's on occasion, um, but Series yeah. X is a no. And, and I think PS5s are generally no. And I know graphics cards are a no. Um, no. 1650s and, and, and that sort of stuff's going for five, six hundred bucks. It's like brand new. Yeah, it's crazy. That is pretty crazy. It's uh, sad. I want people to be able to get the console. But yeah, last nibble bit. Square Enix shuts down reports that it is looking to sell. Apparently it leaked that Square Enix wanted to be sold and Microsoft was in talks, but they reported instantly that no, they're not looking hmm. to do that. People were losing their mind. They're like, oh, Microsoft's going <laughs> to really stick it to Sony again. <laughs> It's like, oh god, I th- I would be a little annoyed if one or the other did buy Square Enix. To be honest, I thought I heard that that Sony wanted to buy Square Enix. I mean, that makes more sense to me. Like, from yeah. like, what do you think when you hear Square Enix? Like, what like what do you think? You think of? Sony? Yeah, yeah. Sony's always been the more JRPG focused, which that's kind of changing a little bit because they did shutter all those studios in Japan. But like, they're more Japanese game friendly, so. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know what's going on. I generally live life by where there's smoke, there's fire. But I don't know. People are saying no. They're 14%. So I don't know. Um, we'll be interesting to see. I kind of I, I just want some studios to not be bought out by yeah. one of the Square, like Square Enix. You know how huge they are? Like People wouldn't be able to get near Replicant. Like I don't know. I just don't like. I just don't love it. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, to, that's it for me. To, to piggyback off the Sony talk, uh, Aloy is now available in Fortnite, which is cool. I will probably. I do get love her. that. I will get her at some point. Uh, she she fits in really well with the current the way the season is, because um, the season is kind of like futuristic primal, if that makes sense. Um, which, which again is is perfect for uh, Aloy and and Lara Croft, who who was also in mm-hmm. there. So um, I haven't bought her yet, but I'm, I I do plan on doing so. Um, and then the Nvidia uh, to talk about Nvidia again. They also announced that some of their older graphics cards will be supporting some of the features found on the RTX cards, uh, specifically with the microphone muting thing uh with the nvidia broadcast what it what it does is it uses ai to kind of filter out background noise i actually use it when i'm doing this podcast because there's fish tanks and my kids uh tend to have noise that that comes through so uh, it helps filter that out i don't know if it's going to do the webcam stuff 
um, that mine does. I don't know if the power's there. I have to look look that up, but I do know they're doing some integrating in the older graphics cards some of the NVIDIA broadcast features, which is very cool, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Uh, Will, how was your week? It was good. Um, uh, so I am missing a little bit of work currently. Um, I don't think I talked about this, but I apparently tore a tendon in my pectoral muscle, which is basically connects my shoulder to my boob. Um, so that's been fun. So working's been a lot harder for me. So now I've had a little bit more free time to kind of play some video games. So just been kind of chilling at home. I'm on the shelf. I can't really lift until at least May at this mm-hmm. point. Wow. Because uh, it's healing great because I'm using it a ton at work. You don't realize because I'm right with my right hand, but I'm definitely left dominant. Like 100% without a question. So um, kind of screws, screws me over because I do everything with my left hand at work. So now I have to like, well, I can only carry two glasses. I can only carry with my left arm but it has to be like held below my waist, like a dead arm basically. So like I have to set something with my right hand to then reach down and then put it like that instead of just going boom, boom quickly. Mm-hmm. It's such a pain. I hate it. Uh, and like where I work, it's extremely busy. So you have to be quick and efficient with your time. Um, and I just can't keep up on weekends sometimes. So it's not been fun. So I've just been literally playing video games and watching sports. It's about uh-huh. all I've been doing. Nice. So, how about you, Dan? Yeah, well, I wanted to ask you about uh, about uh, Toronto. How's Toronto? How the, how the Maple Leafs doing? I, I wanted to get your thoughts on. I, I got your thoughts briefly on the Felino pickup, uh, but some of the others. What are your? Because uh, yes. the NHL trade deadline was was it earlier this week? This past week? Yeah, I think Vich kind of sucks a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say. That. I honestly haven't seen him play, but he's played the last couple games and they've lost. Um, also, okay. So my brief thoughts are Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews have really taken the next step. Like Matthews is going to score 40 goals and like, he's missed a lot of games this year too. He's going to play a short season. Yeah. 50 of the 56 games too. Like he's playing unreal. Um, and then Mitch Marner has taken that, that step to being worth what he's being paid. Um, I kind of cooled off on hating him. So I think honestly, I think they can contend for a cup. I really do. Uh, once Felino gets playing, they added Riley Nash. Um, and then they added, uh, Ben Hutton too, Dave Riddich. They have a lot of grit that they kind of need for the playoffs for those harder hockey, um, games. I'm not too worried about them in the Canadian division. I worry when they branch out. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think they're going to, I think they're going to do some damage in the playoffs this year. I really do Ooh. like who worries you in the in the uh i don't even know the names of the divisions no if once they once they break out of the canada maybe when oh uh i don't know who they would be playing i don't know how that would work like is it it because the like the metropolitan division the new like with boston and new york and pittsburgh that's that's uh still it's still eastern conference right east central hub I actually don't know the names of the division. Hold on. Or uh, is is that considered Western Conference? And the Central is is in the Central East, East North West. That's the how it's structured. Okay, so 
once the playoffs start and you break out of your division for the semifinals, right? Yeah, I don't know. So is the North going to be playing the East or the Central? That's, that's my question. I, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't well, know if okay. they've explained that. I'm sure they have. So, like, who scares me? Carolina, Tampa. Carolina is legitimate. Good. Yeah, they're, they're legitimate. Nadalkovich is just, like, taking that and run with it. And then, like, I feel like they can beat Washington. Even I th- So, Boston scares me, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then Colorado and Vegas scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Colorado is winning the cup this year, though. Okay. I think they're just on a, another level, and they're missing, like, Eric Johnson, um, uh, Bowen Byram. So... So I don't know. I feel like Colorado is going to win. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually after seeing them play the past two games against the Predators. I, I'm. I think Carolina is is the team to beat right now. Definitely. There's in no that division. There's Florida no doesn't scare me in their game. Yeah. Do you think Florida is legit? I do. I do. I don't think they're Carolina. I even. I, I want to say Tampa is not even at Carolina's level when Carolina's playing well. There's there's literally no weakness in their in their game. They're just everywhere, all all the time, all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the the playoffs are always a different beast, but uh, yeah, I, I'm only vaguely aware of what's even going on in any of the other divisions. It's it's such a weird hockey season. I've only I've only paid attention really to the central because that's that's where my team is, and I actually really like the division setup now too. I think it's kind of cool. I do too. I was sense. wondering if it would stick, but I guess. Um... Elliot Friedman said he didn't think it was going to stay. Yeah. It's going to be a one year, one year thing. And then back to business. And then Arizona gets moved to the central and Seattle gets added to the West. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Colorado, as I said, is winning the cup Nashville. I think, I think is definitely making the playoffs. I don't think Dallas has the legs this year to do it. Yeah. I don't think so either. They just got off to so, too bad of a start. Definitely. Yeah. I was um I was honestly surprised that Nashville didn't end up trading Ekholm. I thought they I thought they might do that, but they've been playing so well. Uh, they they were on they had won like fifteen out of seventeen games until these past two against Carolina, uh, where Carolina whooped up on them. Uh, both yeah. Friday night and tonight. Did they end up beating them pretty good tonight? It was three to one. But okay. That Nashville just could they they couldn't generate any offense whatsoever. Um, forty-eight when, shots to twenty-eight. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's yeah. And uh, twenty-eight surprises me that Nashville was able. After the first period, I think the shots were like twenty-four to nine, maybe. Um, wow. Yo- Yossi Yossi scored the, their goal, and it was kind of a fluky goal. Um, and then they scored shorthanded in the other game, uh, the on Friday. Yeah. So. Uh, but that being said, they they they've played exceptionally well. I'm I'm really happy with with all the new players and all the young players that have stepped up. Um, but they've had they Nashville got bit by the the injury bug too. Uh, they were yeah. saying the only player that's played every game this season is Colton Sissons. Everyone else has missed time with with injury. Yeah, um, and some significant time. Like Tolvanen's been out for five or six games. Forsberg's missed a bunch of time. Yossi missed. Five or six games. Ellis was out for months. Uh, he just came back. Duchesne was out for months. He just came back. 
Um, I call miss some time early in the season. Fabro's been out for five or six games. Um, so they're, they're, they're definitely hurting. Yeah. Um, but they also have more depth. I feel like than they have in, in years past. So, uh, cause a lot of the young guys have stepped up really and been, been impressive. Like, um, Alexander Carrier has played really well. Who's now hurt, of course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, do I mean, like the do team. Think, do you think they're still going to offload some players in the offseason? Uh, no, I think they're going to try to keep the core mostly intact. Um, they're going to obviously lose someone important to Seattle, uh, but I think I, I honestly think it'll be probably uh, Johansson or Duchesne. I was going to um, say Rijo th- or Duchesne, actually. Yeah, I think I think. And I would probably probably be Johansson. Uh, he's from like Western BC, so yeah. it would kind of be a homecoming for him to to go play for Seattle. Um, but I, but I don't know. I I I, I want. I think I know that they want to keep the core intact. I they were ready to blow it up uh, after the horrible start that they that they got on, but they've they've played so well since then. Um, so yeah. yeah, keeping the core intact with with some young some of their young talent, and I think they've got a good good formula. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Dave Poyle is in a tough spot to be able to evaluate what he wants to do with the team. So I kind of feel yeah, because once everyone comes back from injury, he's gonna have a hard time deciding who to sit because everyone's played so well. Um, yeah, guys like Benning, Benning has really stepped up and played played really well. Um, and I always like Benning on Edmonton. Yeah, he he's I've been very impressed with him, uh, and then like the third line, which is um, Tanner Jano, um, Colton Sissons, and Yakov Trenin. Like you're, they don't want to bench anyone on that line, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, I'm gonna be sad once hockey's done. Yeah, baseball doesn't do it for me. No, I I, I haven't watched a game in years. I don't think. I get score updates and I don't even look. It's just kind of like, uh, cool, just clear. Yeah. yeah. I want to um, like it, but I just can't. Yeah, I can't. I, honestly, like, I, I don't have enough time to pay attention to keep track of things. Like, it's hard enough for me to keep track of football and hockey. Yeah. That I, I, I don't even want to think about adding a new sport into there, you know. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about for your week? Nope, not at all. Okay. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about cryptocurrency because it's been off the chain over the past few days. Um, Corey actually texted me on maybe Friday. He's like, what's up with Dogecoin? Uh, (laughs) Dogecoin went from, I think, six cents to almost to 40 cents over the course of 24 hours, I think. Um, Now, I had sold most of my Dogecoin position, which was only small to begin with. Uh, and what I was doing is because that's that's the the only one I had on on Robinhood. So I had like seven dollars uh, that I would was grow that I grew from like I don't know three, uh, but I would buy it when it got down to like four or five cents, and I'd sell it'd pump up to seven, and I'd sell it and make mm-hmm. you know a few pennies per coin. Nice. Um, but I had sold it at like uh, maybe seven cents like a week ago. Uh, and I was just waiting to buy back in. I was waiting for the right time. Uh, a friend of mine also watches it with me, and we we give each other price alerts when when the other's not paying attention. And uh, it, yeah, it, it's it kind of hovered around like six, seven cents. I was waiting for it to drop, uh, and then it 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 went it mooned as they called it, 
um, up to 40 cents. I think it's kind of settled down now. It's maybe, maybe in the 30 cents range, but, um, I don't know what's going on with that. It's just, it's crazy. Um, that one's, uh, Bitcoin hit an all time high. I think like 64 K per Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, I think hit some all time highs this past week. Uh, and then my, my, my pet cryptocurrency amp, uh, is up three times. I think three and a half times um, as of today, it hit an all time high. Uh, so that's where mm. my money is too. That's where most of my investment is. So that was nice to see uh, all those dollars going up. Um, Cause I, I bought most of my, my amp at about two cents and it got up to almost seven cents today. Um, nice. So I have over 15,000 of those. So yeah, that was a nice, nice surprise, but it's, it's hung tight at like, and right around six cents, they've got to push through some, through some selling walls to to get it higher. But I was really happy with that. Yeah. Um, Look yeah, at you, been, Dan. It's been crazy. Doing it's, uh, doing a lot of trading. No, I'm I'm holding diamond hands. Oh, holding. Yeah, diamond hands. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's the most money I've ever had in one place all at once. It's does it make cool. you uncomfortable? Or you're like, let's go. No, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it to move. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually I'm gonna buy some more. Probably. Usually it's cheapest, like Sunday night at like eight or nine o'clock. So I'll probably buy some more then. Mm-hmm. Uh, add to my add to my bag. So. Nice. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But it's been fun though to to watch it all transpire because it was it was piggybacked off the the Coinbase. Uh, it's not IPO, but it's Coinbase is now available uh, on the stock market. So all the cryptos kind of exploded after that happened. I've got a few other small holdings too that have have gone up a little bit that I have mm-hmm. on Coinbase, incidentally. Um, so, yeah, nice. Yeah, you're gonna be a millionaire before we know it. I hope so. That's the plan. <laughs> Hopefully. Um. Do I have anything else to talk about? Uh, oh, my son is so. For those of you you that don't have kids, um, kids like to change what they're into like all the time. And <laughs> my son just got back into Star Wars about a week ago, uh, and just today I, I told him about the Old Republic. Uh, so I downloaded that for him. So he's gonna try the Old Republic one of these days. Uh, so I'll, if he ends up liking it, I'll probably play with him. That'll be fun. So yeah. I downloaded it for him today. Uh, I'll let him try it out on my computer, and then, like you said, if he likes it, I'll I'll reassemble my old computer, and he can he can play it on that. Yeah, and give it a go. Yeah, I remember so. when we used to play that on all of our crappy laptops. Oh man, I was getting like ten frames per second. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget because that's the that game was the reason why I bought a gaming PC again. And just yeah, playing it on right. that, how how much of an improvement it was, it was crazy. Changed the world. Yeah. Um. So that's all. That's all I have to talk about for my week. Uh, nice. Will, Will, what have you been playing? Uh, so I'll run through some stuff really quick. I platinumed Assassin's Creed Origins Odyssey, platinum Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, and I'm currently working on Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Ghosts of Tsushima right now. Wow. Um, 
Valhalla is a very long slog of a game for mm-hmm. Platinum. Easy, but takes a really, really long time. Ghost of Tsushima, though, is a total joy to play. That game's incredible. Um, I forgot how fluid and fun the combat is, how beautiful the graphics are, and just like how amazing just the world is in general. Um, I feel like... So... I wouldn't give that game of the year, but I would put it probably, I would rank it. If I got to re-rank my games of the year, I'd probably do Ori again at one. Final Fantasy VII Remake at two, and then Ghosts of Tsushima at three. Because that game, mm-hmm. I think I had it lower. I think I had it at like five. And I think that game deserves a higher spot because I think it's pretty incredible. Um, just how the camera stuff is shot. I just like, it's amazing. Johnny just played through it too. And he was talking about how incredible it was as well. So mm-hmm. um really love that game so i'm really excited to be playing through them um i gotta try to get them done before mass effect comes out too i wanted to do it before returnal but i don't think that's gonna happen so there's gonna be a lot of games to play right now and not enough time so oh near replicant comes out in like two days as well so it's gonna be tough for me here coming coming up here so but that's really kind of all i've been playing uh game wise nothing really new so what about you dan um so i played cozy grove that was my my new thing i ended up buying it it was like 13 dollars, i think uh normally 15 but they had a launch special if you pre-ordered it or bought it within a week i think of it launching on the switch um and it is very much a kind of animal crossing and don't starve blend uh, and what it is is you go to this uh, like deserted island as you're, you're like um, uh, a scout, like like boy scout, girl scout type of thing. Uh, and you you go to this island and it's it's haunted. And your goal is to uh, help the the spirits of the island kind of find peace. Um, and as you help them find peace, it both colors the island. Uh, but also expands it. So when you first get on there, there's this like little campfire in the middle, and that's all there is to the island. And then as you uh, get these like spirit logs and put them on your fire, it'll unlock a new, a new place. And and the ghosts like want to have different thing, you know, need the different things to to help them like find peace or whatever. Um, but it's it's similar to Animal Crossing in that it it takes place in real time. Um, so you have your, you know, your normal day and night cycle, although I have not played at night, so I haven't been on at night to see what it looks like at night. Um, but it's just like animal crossing. It's got the date and time, like on the bottom right hand side. Um, but also like you get to the point, like you did in early animal crossing where you couldn't necessarily advance. There's things you could do, but you couldn't advance the story. Um, so I've, I've run into that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very nice looking game it's got all sorts of gathering and collecting and uh crafting and all that stuff um like you would expect from uh, a game like that so uh, i probably put maybe four hours into it it's very relaxing too it's got a nice soundtrack uh the soundtrack actually makes me think a little bit of um outer outer wilds okay kind of the rustic uh not necessarily banjoey but like a rustic campfire type s- soundtrack to it um it's very relaxing and, and very enjoyable uh it doesn't run great on the switch there's a little bit of a jitter uh that's kind of annoying i don't know if that's different i'm sure it's better on pc 
Uh, I haven't played it on PC, but there is a little bit of a jitter as you're walking in the screen pans. It's it almost doesn't pan smoothly. It almost goes like like back and forth a little bit. It's it's a little bit obnoxious, but you kind of get used to it after a little while. Um, and then you get you get some slowdown, like when you uh, help a, help a spirit and the color like flows back into the, the halo around it. And yeah, like it slows down quite a bit when that when that sort of stuff happens. But OK, um, but yeah, I mean, so far, I really like the game. I'm going to continue to you know play a little bit every day. And, and, and I don't know what the story length is, um, but it's a, an interesting concept and very nice artwork. Very nice world. Uh, it almost looks like it's um, like watercolors. Yeah, like it's hand painted. Uh, it's very, very nice. So worth the worth the 15 or 13? oh definitely definitely um and again it's nice to play something different on steam I yeah believe. yeah it's very very nice to play something different in the animal crossing like vein you know it does look pretty pretty cool yeah uh and then other than that i played uh cyberpunk reinstalled yeah. cyberpunk i don't i don't even know what got me thinking that i wanted to play it again but it's like you know what i kind of want to revisit cyberpunk so i i started over from the beginning um this time i'm a corpo instead of a nomad um so that was a, a neat neat uh different opening than the the nomad opening um but you know I, I obviously know the game very well now so i'm not struggling with it like i did at first you know figuring everything out i i kind of know what i want to go for uh, in this one, I my nomad was like a little more of a stealth type character, whereas my uh, my corpo character is going to be like just brute force. Uh, yeah, bludgeon through everything. Um, so fight. Everything. How different was the corpo start? Because I really liked the corpo start personally. Mm-hmm. But um, is like I mean, between the nomad completely different. Yeah. So the nomad starts you like outside of the city, like in the desert. Um. And you have to meet Jackie like you don't already know Jackie. You meet Jackie just driving around. Uh, you have to meet him for like a, not a quest, but um, a job that you're going to do. So yeah. You meet, you meet Jackie and then you guys kind of hit it off after you get inside the city. I actually like the Nomad. <coughs> excuse me. I like the Nomad start better, I think. Um, so it's a little more interesting uh, and epic as a, a, a of a beginning. Um, but I think the Corpo one is more cyberpunk, right? It's more night city like that. You know, that's why I, that's why I picked it. Yeah. It definitely, definitely feels more, more cyberpunk than, than the nomad opening. So, and then when I do my third playthrough, it'll be street kid. Does it run back the game? Do you think, I know you didn't have issues, but do you notice things running just better, smoother, better police like it's about the same i haven't had i haven't okay. seen any visual bugs but i've also probably only played it for like three hours maybe okay um so I, I can't can't quite answer that it doesn't it doesn't look different um so i can't can't necessarily comment on that uh, what i have to do is i've actually got to get my frame rate counter up because uh, that's what i watched and usually it was usually it bounced between like 70 and like 55 i want to say um, okay and you want you want higher it doesn't matter honestly playing a game like that it, it's fine um as long as it's st- usually i like to stay above 60 uh but it's it's fine if it's like 
constant. Uh, I, I would want higher, obviously, playing a, a more twitchy game. Like I notice when it gets that low when I'm playing Fortnite. But yeah, playing a playing a single player shooter is not not a big deal. So interesting. I want to play yeah. it really bad. I I know I talked about it recently, but I've had that itch to play it because I do love cyberpunk style games. So like, kind of want to get into it, but. I'm like, yeah. ah, do I just wait? I've already waited this long. Like, I mean, they they just had patch 1.21. I know 1.2 was kind of a big patch that fixed a lot of things. Um, and then 1.21 obviously fixed it even a little bit more. Um, <coughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it runs good on the computer. So it would probably run even better for you because you have a better graphics card than I do. I remember playing it. I think I was running it on high ray tracing, maybe. Mm-hmm. I want to say I was getting between... This was like when it first came out, though. So it was like getting maybe between 40 to 60 frames. Yeah. Which was a large gap. I don't know if that's honed in a little bit more, but... You, you can tune that a little bit. And honestly, they have a setting called uh, called DLSS that really, really fixes a lot of the issues. I don't know if you had DLSS on or, on or off. I don't... Um, I think I had it on actually. Yeah. Um, you can, if you adjust those, that'll help a lot. Like if you run it to more balance or more performance, um, that'll make it run even better. And honestly, it doesn't change the quality that much, but it does help your, help your games run a lot smoother. So, yeah. So yeah, that's what I played. Uh, you talked about everything you played, right? Yeah, just about nothing really new to add for me. Just kind of, you know, I forgot near replicant comes out in like two days, which kind of oh, sucks. Yeah. I only played a little bit of Fortnite too. I think we played maybe twice. Did you buy Aloy? I haven't yet. I, I do plan on doing so. I feel like Marlo would love Aloy. Oh, definitely. I had to explain to her cause she knows, obviously she checks the store every day. Um, so I had to explain to her who Aloy was. Um, the best so. video game character, yeah, ever. She's a good one. Um, so yeah. Oh, I li- so I lied. Um, MLB the Show comes out in like two days. Near Replicant Friday. Oh, okay, but still, got a lot of gotcha. stuff coming out right now. Yes. Uh, all right, we did get a voicemail for feedback, so I am gonna play that right now. What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my gaming lately. So, first of all, um, I want to talk about the best for last. So, the first thing I want to talk about is Outriders. So, I downloaded Outriders from Game Pass. Um, To be fair, I haven't had a lot of time to play it. Um, I think I'm only in, like, the world tier... Two, so like I barely have played it at all, but I wanted to just give my first impressions of it. Um, first of all, I like the concept. Um, I mean, I'm always down for a you know settling a new planet, trying to figure it out type thing. Yeah, it gave me some Mass Effect vibes um, that way, I guess. But. Uh, One of the things I was disappointed about 
um, was the character creation. I kind of, I, I don't know, I thought it was pretty shallow. I thought they could have given you more options and more things to to do with that. Um, I don't know. I like to... I like to make my characters look a certain way, and I just didn't feel like I was able to do that without writers. Um, I like the gameplay for the most part. I was playing it with my brother, and we both decided that the gameplay is a lot like uh, Gears of War. Or I don't know, at least we thought it was. It felt kind of like Gears of War, where you're, you know, in cover and... I don't know, the shooting and everything. It just kind of seemed Gears of War-ish to me. Um, but I don't know. First impressions, I think it's okay. I'm not blown away by it. Yep. I The story was okay. Like, I wasn't really super hooked or drawn into it or anything like that. So, yeah, it was just okay. Um, but those are just first impressions. I do want to play it more and see what I can get out of it. Um but the thing I mainly wanted to talk about was, Dan, I wanted to thank you for getting me or referring me to play Plague Tale Innocence. Yeah. Um, I'm almost done with it. I'm on chapter 15, I think, and there's 17 chapters, I'm pretty sure. So <clears throat> um, I am loving Plague Tale Innocence. The story is so good like i'm loving the story the gameplay is fun i'm not usually into like the sneaking around puzzle type but uh this one's got me hooked like i am totally hooked on plague tale in a sense i love the story i love the dynamic of um amicia and hugo mm -hmm. together and I'm not going to give any spoilers because, honestly, if you haven't played it, if anybody hasn't played it, you need to. Like, you're missing out on a great story. Um, I think it's challenging, but not challenging to the point that I get frustrated and want to quit. Like, if I can't get past a certain part or there's some guards that I can't figure out the puzzle that I'm trying to... Or that I'm supposed to get to get past them... Um, Normally, if that is, like, too challenging for me, I just don't even give it a chance. Um, <clears throat> Dark Souls is a good example of a game like that that I have tried multiple times, and I just get so pissed off, I say, screw it, and I don't come back. Um, but, yeah, I think it's challenging, but it's not so challenging that, you know, you want to quit. Like, you figure it out and it's really rewarding when you do finally get past a part that's a little bit challenging and um yeah the characters are awesome the story's awesome i love the game so dan thank you for that recommendation mm -hmm. i'm hopefully gonna beat it tonight we'll see it depends on how much my son sleeps but anyways i hope you guys are doing well and look forward to listening to the next episode. You guys rock. Have a good one. Tater it out. All right. Thanks, Tate. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Tate. <clears throat> I'm really glad you like the game because um, I, I feel the exact same way about it. And he brings up a good point, and I don't know if I talked about this when I talked about the game, uh, but he's absolutely right. It, there is some, some challenging parts, but it never feels insurmountable, you know? 
Uh, it feels like even if you just throw yourself at these puzzles a couple times, like you'll you'll figure it out. Um, and a lot of times, uh, I found myself uh, accidentally like falling into the correct answer to some of the puzzles. Uh, the way the way you take out guards, you know, um, just like I said, discovering it accidentally or screwing up what I was trying to do and having it work out anyway uh, also happened a few times. Uh, but yeah, that that game is really really good. Uh, I've got to go back and 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 beat the final boss because that's literally all I have to do in that game. Uh, and maybe I'll even look up a guide because I was very frustrated with the with the final boss battle. Not to not to dissuade you, Tate, from that, but. Uh, he sent this to us a few days ago, so he may have already had it beaten by now. Hopefully you do. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that is a, a great game. I, a game I really want to play that I forget about, but whenever I think about it, I'm like, I feel like this game's up my alley that I should mm. really play it. So yeah, it's, it's super cool. Um, the setting is, is incredible. Uh, like he said, the, the Amicia and Hugo, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for Their Their relationship. Yeah. They're Yeah. It's it's all it's very good, very good game. So, yeah. Uh, did you feel about the, that way about the character creator? What yeah. Kate said sucked. Kind of kind of meager. Yeah, I was like expecting maybe a little bit more, but I guess I shouldn't have been expecting more in a looter shooter from like a double A developer. Sure. So yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's everything. Tate, thank you very much for the voicemail. Always, always good to hear from you. Yeah, always a pleasure. Um, well, are we going to record Monday? This work. This episode's on Saturday. Probably uh, for those that don't not. I don't know. Okay. I don't know actually. To be honest, uh, uh, it's been sh- tough though. That's the problem. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and I should say that the reason why we didn't record Monday like we were going to is will is there your internet has been out. <sighs> It's been so bad and or spotty so it's been frustrating yeah that's why part of the reason i can play outriders is because you had to connect to the internet too mm-hmm. so so that hasn't helped our schedule consistency no not at all so uh possibly monday but if not monday then we'll be back the monday monday the 26th right yes correct okay so um that's everything for episode 492 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan i'm well thanks for listening and get out of my basement Platinum.